Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the 9 to 5. Time to feel alive. This is Band from Ringside. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we have your Royal Rumble recap, your NXT TakeOver recap. Dean Ambrose is leaving WWE and JCB is back in studio tonight Woo-hoo. on the Band from Ringside podcast. I almost felt missed. You were missed. Jealous? You're never jealous, baby. <laughs> Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. Job Gronkowski. And to my <laughs> little, right, as always, we have two beers, Zach Bowman. What's going on, two beer? much uh, just fired up uh, WWF the music volume 2 in my JVC kaboom box yes. oh, yeah. Dude, right. <laughs> back into the studio we have Jason Cornelius Bell what's going on JCB allow us to pull down the great book of the band from ringside podcast volume 93 chapter 3 verse 14 of the good smart say it hashtag boo the heels it is all good baby good to be back shout out to my girl Becky Balboa I'll see you in a week babe shout out to my boy Vice who took over the spot for me last week. Good job, Vice. He did. Next oh, time, yeah. just come in, man. Like I said, don't be scared. These guys ain't these guys ain't scared of you. Don't be scared of them. Just come out swinging I'm, next I'm time. I'm scared of him. <laughs> there you go. So come out swinging next time. And all the way across the table, we have Murray the Murray Man Murray. What's going on, Murray? Not much. Hey, I forgot to mention it the last couple weeks, but don't forget we have our shirts on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. See? That's why he gets and, paid the big bucks right there. And what's the YouTube channel? Band from Ringside, and we're live on all of our social medias at as BFR always Pod. on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, friends of BFR at BFR Murr, at BFR JCB, at BFR Zach with Nate, at BFR Bill, at BFR Pod. We are coming at you from the beautiful, exquisite Shock City Studios in South City, St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, it's cold here. Uh, there's uh, We got Sam the Muller Mall, turn the knobs. Mr. Perfect's in the house. Uh, there's tons of stuff to talk about, so we got to get to it. Uh, I will say uh, Soul Taco is that day one-ish sponsor, guys. They are great. They got them spicy pork burritos, spicy mm. pork tacos. They got those steak tacos, steak burritos. They got those kimchi fries. They got those the the sweet potato. They call it the potatoes and waffles. It's so are the uh, kimchi and waffles. It's so good. Go get yourself some soul taco, guys. They got places in the U City Loop. Two food trucks driving around St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, Chesterfield, Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, two spots in Chicago, Illinois. Go get your, did I miss one? No. Is the loop open yet? Did I not say the loop? I'm sorry, the Grove, I apologize. The Grove is not open yet, but they got a place opening up in the Grove. Go get yourself some Soul Taco and also JJ Twigs Pizza on Southampton. JJ Twigs Pizza is the place that I usually end up on the weekends to watch my games, to eat my pizzas. They are a friend of the show. They're a sponsor of the show. Uh, if you hit us up on social media, any single one of us, and ask for a $10 gift card to JJ Twigs, we will mail it 
We will pay for the postage. We won't even take the 39 or 42 or it's 44 50, 52 cents. now. It's 52 cents? 52. Holy shit, that makes me feel old. He, but, we're not going to do it now. But <laughs> 52 cents, send us another dollar, Venmo me another dollar, right? and we will send you the $10 gift card. Uh, but without further ado, let's get to our three counts. JCB was at the Royal Rumble. He was in Phoenix this year. Yes. What's going on, sir? I forgot the shirt. Um, It was great, man. Um, We started off at the top. Uh, Royal Rumble was Sunday afternoon at Phoenix Chase Field. Uh, They said 48,000. Felt like 48,000. Like I was telling Bill and Zach beforehand, it felt like a nice little melting pot of hardcore WWE fans and the uh, elite of the elite, the top 1% of Scottsdale, Phoenix, and the surrounding metropolitan areas. But nonetheless, Royal Rumble did go down. We did crown two Royal Rumble winners on the men's side. Obviously, Seth Rollins won on the women's side. Not surprising, but kind of surprising, I guess, since the storyline played itself out. Becky Lynch wins on her side after losing to Asuka on a tap out, which I didn't see necessarily see coming. I thought that Oscar would win it. I was also surprised by that. Uh, th- I thought that the tap out was the surprise. I didn't think that the loss was the surprise. Exactly. Um, outside of that, then you had the normal suspects, Brock over Finn. Um, once again, in, in another tap out, I was kind of surprised about that. Not surprised about the loss. Um, didn't really put Finn over like I thought. That I was surprised they, about the beatdown. That's more of my point that it I think this was the if there was a bridge where we complained about AJ a little bit, we complained about Daniel Bryan a little bit. This to me is the biggest complaint of the bunch because it just really feels like Finn was there just to be there versus an actual this was a competitive match. It followed the same blueprint like the the first two matches did with AJ and Daniel Bryan, but Finn just really looked like what well, was booked to be outclassed out matched whatever you want to call it i feel bad for finn but ultimately i kind of knew this was going to happen let me stop you there before we get to the royal rumbles is was the beatdown finn versus brock obviously was a fun match it was a great match no it was not great oh that's well it was a a really good match is the the beatdown better or worse for finn worse it's worse because to me you've built him up and now you've you've taken any kind of momentum away and basically just shipped him back to the mid card will the beatdown be better or worse than finn if they end up coming back to that at SummerSlam or some later later thing down the road it would at that point then if finn can come back to the main event portion of the program then it would be maybe not as bad i just don't i think what vince said on Raw is how he truly feels. He does not have confidence in Finn Balor. He likes big guys. He likes the muscular guys. See your Braun Strowman. See Roman Reigns. See Brock Lesnar. So Asuka tapped Becky out. What did you think about Ronda versus Sasha Banks? Um, the crowd was kind of a, a, a surprise on that. It was more pro Sasha and 
and vocally so. When Rhonda came out, it was one of the biggest pops, and it was a boo pop, audible boo. She is now the new Roman Reigns, pop hands pop. down. Not disagree with that, but it's it's funny. It's it's not even been a year yet, and the fans are slowly starting to turn on Rhonda, which is kind of a surprise because she came out and kind of ingratiate herself with the fans and made you know tried to play nice, but now I guess this booking where she's just I won't say steamrolling, but she's undefeated. This is kind of, I'm guessing that the fans are not necessarily too happy with it. I don't have a problem with her in wing work. I don't have a problem with her promos. The people that have problem with their promos don't do what yeah. she does. Yeah, you gotta have and, a problem with the promos though. I'm, but okay. It's not easy. It's no different than waiting tables. If I grabbed somebody off the street that never waited a table and told them that you had to start waiting tables and talk to people that you never met and don't know, it's not easy. It's not easy to talk to 10,000 people live and then millions of people around the world. So, I mean, for a year, let's cut her some slack and let's uh, see how this works. Don't script her. Let her talk. Zach, what was your favorite match of the night? Uh... I think my favorite one was Brock versus Seth. Um, it was super fun. You jumping ahead, brother. Brock versus Ben Finn. Yeah, sorry, Brock versus Finn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> drinking. <today. laughs> it's on Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah, it's just Mountain Dew. Yeah, Brock versus Finn. Uh, it was just fun for what it was, and uh, I really enjoyed all the selling that Brock did. It was he really sold his ass off for Finn. That midsection, you know, it was kind of cool. They're playing up the midsection, obviously. Finn's finisher involves the midsection. Uh, you know, it was very short, but I mean, it did its did its job. Murray. Oh man, my favorite match was the uh, half AOP tag team. <laughs> no, I'm totally Murray. kidding. Half revival, uh, half AOP. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever seen in wrestling. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd have to almost agree with. Finn Brock, because, you know, Finn took over that first half of the match. Um, But to be honest, I liked Ronda versus Sasha way more than I thought I was going to. I was really nervous about that match for a number of reasons, and and it surprised me the most, I think. So I was actually most entertained and was surprised that I was still into the show at that point. That was my number two. Okay, see, here's the difference between those two matches. Sasha comes out looking strong. Okay, even in the loss, she looks better than she did coming in. Still has some momentum. Finn doesn't have that same momentum yeah, anymore. I hated the beatdown. I liked the match. I hated the beatdown. Yeah, I, I was getting ready to say, at that point, it's done. I didn't hate the beatdown at all. I, I kind of liked the beatdown just because it was. It seemed to me like, in from a character perspective, it seemed to me like Brock was pissed off that Finn got that close to beating him. And Brock was like, man, fuck you. I'm going to beat the shit out of you because I can in a way that's not sanctioned. It it like if you're going kayfabe style, then the point is is that you have to fight within rules. And so Finn almost beat him within the rules. Right. And so for Brock to come at him afterwards like that, okay, and to beat the shit out of him, okay, it was like fair. Brock was. Here's the thing, though. You need commentary to tell that story because I didn't even consider it. You're exactly right, and commentary did not tell that story, and I was at a party where you don't listen to commentary. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but seriously, though, yeah. like when you're at a party, like when there's 11 or 12 people sitting around and everybody's drinking and everybody's and you're yeah. all doing whatever Breathing. you're doing like you're Breathing. not li- you're not listening to the commentary right. you're talking about stuff and i was thinking man this is good because this this is showing that brock's so frustrated that this little guy that. finn 
did that to him. Well, and, and I and they, I I only rewatched that match with no sound today. And I did rewatch it, but I did rewatch. So I've watched that match twice with no sound. So I have no idea what what story they were telling. They didn't say that, <laughs> but that that's what that's what it seemed like to me was that Brock was so mad that Finn almost made him lose. And that would make a lot of sense to piggyback on. I think what what one of you said with them possibly coming back to this. Oh, it was you coming back to this later on? They went really heavy on the we don't believe in you. Finn thing with Vince of all people was in a segment whether he really thinks that stuff or not he put himself in a segment with him then they go into Royal Rumble and have that match where he started off really hot and then at the end obviously he could have taken Brock out and didn't he beats him up almost did right so like I don't think that this is the end of not necessarily a feud but they're gonna. I I feel like they could very easily throw Finn back into well there I I think I think it's almost like they were building up I. I guess the counter argument would be that they're building Finn up so he can take the Intercontinental Championship from Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania, which is also good to me. I used to love the Intercontinental Championship more than the WWF Championship, and all of the people that held it ended up the big top guys. Yeah. So I want somebody that can actually carry that title and... Let's talk about the... Let's talk about the Rumbles, because to me, this is the first time in a long time... Except for maybe last year. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's 364 days. They put the right people over. The right people won the, the right people won the Royal Rumbles. Yeah, I they mean, did it right last yeah. year. They did the right thing in this year. Right. So, what did you think about Becky Lynch winning? Um, I just I wish they would have just did it differently in a sense where you didn't have just her doing two matches if you wanted to do it like that then have Sasha be able to do the rumble as well that just left it a little too obvious at least in my mind that that she was going to win that's why I think and well at least I'm keeping my fingers crossed to me the ultimate Wrestlemania card would have two separate singles matches where you'd have Oscar Charlotte two you would have Ronda Becky that's still possible I'm not saying it's not going to happen but I just the way that Smackdown has kind of started off this week towards the road to Wrestlemania we're starting to get more and more back to the triple threat thing. I don't think you need a triple threat with with Becky and Ronda. That storyline is going to write itself on Agreed, Twitter. Agreed, but Becky was the right go. person to win, though, yeah, correct? Yeah, essentially, yeah, because she you can go either way. You Essentially, because they're on two different shows, you need Becky to win to set up this match. Seth Rollins, to me, is a slam dunk. It's a no-brainer. This is the classic case of what I've said many, many times. You build up one or two guys, and you leave the rest of the roster to shit. Outside of that, legitimately, and you guys said it, there are like three or four other legitimate guys, Braun Strowman included, who he eventually eliminated. Outside of that, there was really nobody else that was legitimately going to win it. Two beer, what do you think? There you go. As far as the women's rumble, yeah, both of them, I think the right people won. Uh, One thing I liked about the women's rumble, I said it on Twitter, was there were no legacy acts. Uh, There were no Hall of Famers. That was all there was last year. And this year, we actually got to see fresh talent. Rhea Ripley looked like a fucking badass. Mm -hmm. Um, And so did uh, Casey. Casey, lots of consonants. Right. Uh, Like, she she looked awesome. There's a Z in there somewhere. Yeah. Wish there was a Z in there somewhere. Uh, (laughs) 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 Yale. But outside of that, I liked all the NXT acts. 
Murray, what you think? <laughs> Hold on, let me finish. <laughs> one bad oh, joke shouldn't kill it. I'm one sorry. bad joke shouldn't kill it. Um, <laughs> one bad joke didn't kill it. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Put it over. <laughs> so the you can't uh, go out hot. The only right. thing that sucked, the match was not well put together. Uh, I didn't love love that. It it sucked until like the end. Which match are you talking about? The women's rumble. The men's rumble, I thought, was just a royal rumble. It wasn't super exciting. A lot of people were talking about the Naya thing. Um, I don't. I'm fine with intergender wrestling. I love that. It was guy on girl action. Uh, we damn s- it! Here we go again. Let's let's, let's save this. <laughs> All right, you want to save that? Okay, the rumble is just a rumble. Let's let's save the women's thing. All right, let's save Nia Jax taking the RKO. Okay, okay. Uh, women's rumble. I I was thoroughly entertained. I, and like he said, it was a lot less hokey than last year. That actually seemed like they had a lot of legitimate talent in the ring that could go. And they all had their own little spot, and it and most of it made sense. I mean, there was some downs, but you know, all in all, I wasn't entertained by that. The men's rumble had me worried for a second because it started so hokey and gimmicky. But well, after I, I, watching I that part say, again, hang on, I was going to say Kurt Angle wasn't supposed to be in it. Oh, okay. that's number one. I think that might have been the Lars Sullivan almost spot. obvious. Yeah. Okay. Lars Sullivan and John Cena were supposed to have their little start to uh, their WrestleMania program, but since Lars Sullivan went AWOL, right? So you couldn't even start that for sure. Uh, um, so that might have been Lars Sullivan should have been in the Rumble. They one. were trying to get the they they had to replace Lars Sullivan with somebody. They replaced him with Kurt Angle. I would have rather it be or replaced it was Kurt with, Hawkins. I think Kurt Hawkins was supposed to be in it. They replaced Hawkins with Kurt Angle, but then still, you still had. Let's just say it was Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett might have took, which I didn't hate that. Lars Sullivan's spot. I didn't hate it, but, but I mean, it's just it's, think, it's Jeff Jarrett. I was, I, mean, I was worried at first, but then once it really got started getting into it, and some of those acts started getting tossed out, it it was a long seven fine. hours, they, they, and I had a good time by the end of it. Though, well, so. it, it was long. They, they got the uh, legend spots out of the way at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. So Listen, I was worried at first. Uh, Elias and Jarrett starting off a Royal cool. Rumble I, is very good. I was all right with it after after I thought about that's, it. That's very good. Even yeah, though it was seven hours later, so even I was like, ow, Jesus Jared, Christ. Jarrett looked you like know? he was dressed. And you were like there. He was at that so South, like, <laughs> Jarrett looked like he was dressed at that, uh, that uh, South City uh, <laughs> Lime uh, swingers club. <laughs> like, what was he wearing? What was he wearing? Where are you going? Those his, that was his '90s gimmick. Yeah, gear. the double J gear. I know, but it doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't look good. It doesn't necessarily translate. Don't piss no. me off. Yeah. <laughs> Slap nuts. Uh, um, I, I loved. Go ahead. Both the matches quite a bit. Uh, predictable isn't always bad. No, in this case, it's not always bad. Lynch winning is good. Yeah, yeah everybody because, wanted because everybody this is what Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Is good. They're the king and queen right yeah, now. Yeah, because now that's good. You eliminate everybody else. I mean, yeah. shit. It's Seth's turn. Yeah. Well, it's it's not only that, but sometimes no. There have been times where predictable was Jericho was going to win, and then Sheamus won. And predictable one time, uh, whatever last year was. I know. I get. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Predictable's I, not always bad. It, no, in this case, better it's than fine. making some guy go over just because you don't See, want Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal, yes, or uh, God damn, I can't remember who won that what, that one year, but it doesn't matter. The, Orton, Orton, thank you. That's the one I was thinking of when Orton ended up fighting Bray Wyatt in the oh, Maggots match. Jesus Christ! It, it, sh- it should always be named the Maggots match, but <laughs> that was <laughs> shitty. But having the right people go over, yeah, it was it was is nice. crowd pleasing and good. No. Especially considering it's good how it's and been pure. Yeah, considering where they could have went 
they, they did it right, so I can't really complain about that. Two Mark Crew on uh, YouTube said the women's Royal Rumble was was their favorite match too. They were on pins and needles the whole match. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was uh, Lacey Evans had a great showing. Okay, and Natty that, Natty had sixty minutes or fifty eight minutes in the ring or and, whatever. And that's, and that's what I'm going to say about this. And Two Beer kind of jumped on it. The women's especially went the horn totally, spot. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. That's just what it is. What it is. I'm not even going to be really. Come on, you didn't chuckle at it. You no, didn't chuckle at the no. hornswoggle course, spot. You no, know I didn't. I mean, that's just silly. I, I popped. Okay, I popped. But, <laughs> but they went back to a, a scenario where you, instead of trying to bring back Lita and Trish, you replace them with Lacey Evans and Rhea Ripley. The future of the right. company that, that hopefully, if exactly. you do it the right way, exactly, you'll, do, you'll have this t- ten years down the line. You won't have to keep worrying about, especially on the women's side bringing and those, back the older women those are those are two women that are serious stars Rhea Ripley, oh, yeah. i'm telling you right now and Rhea I ripley say, is a badass when she hits the main event or main roster it is going to they change let, the game they let lacy cut a promo at the beginning of it which I was Punk crazy style. With, uh, that was a good uh, i was surprised i was about surprised that. at that yeah, yeah especially it, being, pushing her pretty quick it was cool though okay, and, and, that's, she, that's and, gonna she, be a problem. and she's good mm-hmm she can cut a promo. She can cut and a she promo. Can, she can work with everybody else. Okay, but see that kip up shit yeah. early. I'm serious. Don't. Oh, she has just, to be. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Still uh, green. Let's green. just. Zia Lee, whatever that gal's name is. Oh, the little Zia Asian chick. Oh, dude. Lee. She she had a couple little botches, little botches, but dude, she was a monster. She's yeah, she, she was just in, like a step ahead. And oh, I was yeah. just like, okay, come on, baby girl, just slow Take down for a second, slow down. But what I'm trying to say is that years ago. Yeah. It would have been impossible for us to think about a Very 30 true. women Royal Rumble. Now there were women and that now, I wanted to see that weren't ex- in it. Exactly. Now it's like, wait, they didn't include this person? They right. include XYZ? Right. So that's yeah. where we're at. It was cool. Uh, what I really want to talk about is Nia Jax's involvement in the men's Royal Rumble. And I'll start where... I think... It's- <laughs> <laughs> it like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm okay with intergender wrestling. Correct. If the intergender wrestling is expected. When Nia Jax comes in and then Nia Jax, and I'm not saying that Nia Jax did anything wrong, and I'm not saying that Dolph Ziggler did anything wrong or Randy Orton, but when it's not expected for a crowd, for an audience that's not expecting it, Ray Ray's different. Ray's so much smaller than her. Like it doesn't matter. We get away with that. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> just because we short. I, I will tell you, I was shocked by the super kick from Dolph Ziggler. Now I'm sure Dolph <laughs> Ziggler it. and Nia Jax are friends. And I understand <laughs> what intergender wrestling is. But that is something that WWE needs to be careful about because WWE employs people that are known. Women abusers. They, Stone Cold Steve Austin does a show on their network. Jerry King Wall, Jerry the King Waller was announcing that night on the pre-show. So he beat the cat. When up. you have, <laughs> when you have Nia Jax come in thirty, and Nia Jax is a large woman. Bullshit. Mm. Yeah, I hated no, that. No, she's big. No, no. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you, you have, ain't shit. And you have and you have Nia Jax taking legitimate bumps that look violent. I mean, the, the RKO thing is one thing. It, the thing that made me that gave me pause was the Dolph Ziggler 
super kick to her face while she was holding Rey Mysterio over shoulder. You guys have any thoughts on this? I think we all watch too much Lucha Underground to really oh, notice. Yeah. Like we're all shit. desensitized. Like, well, no, I'm, I'm no. not going to go that far. With the, nah, with the women's revolution thing all blowing up and popcorning like it is right now, and they're trying to do something with Nia now, and they don't know what exactly to do with her. They're trying to fit her in somewhere. China had the Intercontinental Championship. I mean, she's a that big was girl. Different though. She, those were expected matches. Well, I, I get that, but at the same time, like, uh, look. I don't like that she was in the Royal Rumble. I don't care that, that it was a woman in the I, Royal Rumble. I, I don't want to hear that you don't like the, that she was in the Royal Rumble because you think she took a dude's spot or anything. No. I want to hear a- specifically whether you're okay with her, with her taking. Yes. With yes. her getting beat up by three guys at yeah, the same the time. The gender thing does she, not bother because, me whatsoever. Be, this is how it started, though. The book she came out me. and took out a, a dude, our truth and beat him up for his spot. Willingly going into the men's Royal Rumble, knowing she was going to get in a tussle with men in the Royal Rumble, trying to win because she didn't win the women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, K-Fabe or, style, K-fabe it works. Style, K-fabe style. K-fabe. And, and, it, and so, so K-fabe it wasn't totally fi- unexpected. K-Fabe style, I'm fine with it. K-Fabe style, K-fabe why is, is she dominating the women's division if it's taking three guys, three grown That's a good point. men... Right. That to take her out, she should be crushing a, the that's, women's division. That's a good point. Oh, no, I agree. But, I agree, but she's but, not good enough. But oh, shit, K-fabe, stop. But non-K-Fabe style, K-fabe. do you trust WWE to tell a story of intergender wrestling no. without doing real damage on the people that are watching it? Nope, not really. I, I don't trust them for a lot of things. Though. Thank you. Nope. Sorry. That's Can't all I it. want. No. I mean, they, you, that's all I want. I'm you, cool you, with intergender wrestling. A, a, a bully I'm, segment I'm, I'm cool all with the it. way up, and then the next thing you know, the, guy, the person I'm, that was I'm the, cool with Kenny Omega fighting a little girl in a pro wrestling match, as long as it's as long as the pro wrestling part of it is so like the, like the crowd gets it. But when you have you when you haven't had. Any woman take a bump from a man in WWE television in, in like probably 10 years since Vicky Guerrero or whatever. And then all of a sudden, Nia Jax comes in there and Dolph Ziggler super kicks her. In, a, in a great El- looking spot. did Ellsworth get beat up by a bunch of girls after... Yeah, but you. Yeah, yeah, but you the they yeah, do but the you, reverse stuff all yeah, the time. Yeah, but you sound like a white guy being like, "Well, they say it. Why can't I say it?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that, like that's. Not, that's <laughs> well, I just did that. And I'm, I'm white. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what you're saying. Oh, did know, you guys notice the pops though? Like, yeah, the the crowd, and I'm sure Jason did because he was there. The crowd fucking popped every time they she took a hit. That's not necessarily out. the best thing. I know. I was very surprised. Like she got kicked in the face, and it was the bigger pop of the night. <laughs> it was like, a Holy huge pop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I rewatched there were it people today. That were cheering for her. There were people that were rooting against her, and when people, she got smoked, the whole crowd came up. I guess. The, the I guess the question the is. Do you trust WWE to handle intergender wrestling? No, I not, do not. No, 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 hell no. Not not, not in this moment. In control. No. Like hell no. no. Not I, in this moment. Am I okay with Nia Jax taking a few bumps from dudes? Knock yourself out. Yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> like I understand that it's wrestling, and I understand that it's supposed to be fun, and I understand that it's all predetermined and fake. But there um, are. What? But when you no. when you when you cater Dude, to the, when Christmas you, is cruent. Wow. When you cater to people that are into the new day that are seven or eight year olds or nine year olds and then they're also watching the same thing where these men are taking real shots at women i think then you're then you're 
towing a line that probably shouldn't be towed. It was it, like four o'clock in the morning by the time that spot happened. So oh, Jesus I know Christ, that was so bad. But you, but you know that I, I'm right though. I'll just well, yeah, say yeah, this. Yeah. I'm worried and, about how they're going to handle that. Like you future. can't you can't do the new day and do guys beating up chicks. What if it was a new day in the same up show? I don't think they would do it kayfabe style. Kayfabe style. Pancakes. <laughs> you to beat him with pancakes. Let's go on. Let's right, talk that'll do it for our two counts. That was the one count. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. We're getting on to our two on count. Under two count. Uh, two count. Uh, NXT TakeOver. I mean, we got one of the best pay-per-views of the year. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, it's only January. Yeah, but... I was getting ready to say, let's, let's <laughs> talk to uh, me one of the best. One of the best pay-per-views of the last 12 months, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, great matches. So, uh, just a quick rundown. We had War Raiders come out to an awesome entrance. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, well, they're not losing. Killer match, dude. Oh, War Raiders versus... Oh, Undisputed God, Era. Just watched it again today so whenever we were at Bill's house. damn good. Just over-the-top, action-packed, does not cease. Like, those guys just put it all out there. And the War Raiders go. I mean, the, yeah. what's his name? Um, um, Not Roe, but the Hanson. other guy. He Hanson. seemed a little blown out by the end of it. Shit, he was doing, like, he but was, like, he the was, work. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, how many backflips is right. a 300-pound man <laughs> supposed to do and not get windy? Yeah, doing yeah. cartwheels. But he's doing fucking handstands. It like, was great. It yeah. was that was a fantastic match. So they go over they win the NXT tag belts from Undisputed Era. Uh, so we got a new era in tag team wrestling in NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could continue that fucking feud for all I care. Like let's give Forever. them a few more matches. Yeah, uh, those, we had those two teams complement each other so well uh-huh. in the match. Uh, yeah, uh, the War Raiders and Undisputed Era. It's like those two little guys versus two big guys, but the big guys can do little stuff. And the little guys can do big stuff. Yeah. And watching them do it, do it against each other was really a treat. I hadn't, I, I hadn't watched that match until today, and I was fantastic. hyped watching that match. It See was, why I get mad when you talk when you call them the Lolly Lolly Pop Guild, man. They are not the Lolly Pop Guild. They can go. Okay? Those are the two big ones, or medium sized ones. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> You represent the <laughs> we had uh, Matt Riddle go over Cassius Ono in a really good match. Very different from the match that we had just seen. Uh, really interesting finish where we had uh, Ono tap out to Riddle's blows. It was like an MMA finish. Super cool. I know it was a, some mi- mixed reactions on Twitter when I saw it. I really liked it because I liked the diversity of finishes. Even at NXT, I think we need a little bit more diversity of finishes. I think we need more ref stoppages in particular without tapping out, like I just agree. a ref stopping. And yeah, that that to me is like, you There's know, been a oh, couple shit. of those. There's yeah. been a couple of those. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's not a, as much as I, I oh, personally I would like just because that really cements the fact of, okay, I've won and I've, I beat you down to the point sure. where you can't take any more punishment. And it keeps the person strong too. You know, they not that, that Ono needs that night, to stay actually. strong, but yeah. like, you know, say for instance, like Becky, you know, everybody was like upset that she tapped out. That could have been a ref stoppage and then she wouldn't have tapped. And so she still looks strong. Stone cold. But she lost. Yeah, out. it's like stone cold passing out. You yeah. Know, which is one kind of the most thing. iconic things that ever happened. Yeah, and in it, wrestling. but yeah. it got, it got everything accomplished. Brett sure. won the match. You got stone cold over. You know, uh, you did the double turn. It was just like it's all amazing. the, the stars and moons aligned in the same spot and boom, you made it work. So, I mean, get, I get what you're saying. Go ahead. Yeah. Probably my favorite WrestleMania match ever, actually. Hmm. Uh, we're not saying some because it doesn't have HPK in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, HPK, uh, Mr. Takeover, uh, Johnny Takeover, oh, yeah, Johnny right? Gargano, uh, wins the NXT uh, North American title from Ricochet and what I would call the match of the night. Yeah. 
Yeah, easily. <laughs> I, I don't even think it's close. Yeah, uh, and and that's saying something because it's not like any of the other matches were bad. The latest no. matches w- was good. Uh, the main event was good. I just thought that this was the match that I wasn't sure who was going to win, and they played off of that. At least me being emotionally invested, where there was close falls on both sides. The ricochet spot where he jumped like over the ring post. From inside the ring, outside the ring, that was with the, nuts. like yeah, I mean, classic NXT. Yeah, okay, and that that's why I think I like NXT is because it still has the indie feel to it, but it's under the WWE umbrella. Mm-hmm. It's still with, wrestling with great production and right. great storytelling. Yeah, obviously that goes talk. a lot to do with that yeah. too. Yeah, the stories they tell in the ring is it's ridiculous. It's like New Japan well, in that yeah, aspect it, for sure. Know. And I think once again, that's probably the reason why I like it. Go ahead. Yeah, like uh, great story started off super technical on the mat. Uh, then you know we get some more high flying stuff. Super cool uh, storytelling, like we said. Uh, we have Johnny Gargano doing a. Uh, call back to his previous matches with Champa, where he pulls the ring mats up and exposes the concrete. He's going to do his draping DDT and decides not to. He's like, I don't want to so kill this good. guy. He's like, I just want to win the title. I don't want to kill him. That was old and then school. he still can't win the match, so he's like, fuck it. And he just <laughs> gives him a brain buster on the exposed concrete, and then he I does his no, it's, it's It's real storytelling it's within the ring, yeah, which sure. is what the old guys always talked about. Uh, NXT is... A strange animal because everybody wants to hate WWE, but it is WWE, and it is probably the takeovers are the best thing going. I mean, I would take, well, I guess I'll I'll leave it to you guys. Would you guys rather have five takeovers a year or Wrestle Kingdom and the G1? I'm biased just because I don't watch as as much uh, New Japan as I should, but I am an an NXT TakeOver fanatic. I mean, since this podcast has started, I've watched every single major G, uh, every single New Japan pay-per-view. I've watched every single TakeOver, every single match, Mm. and I think that the TakeOvers are better. It's it's tough. I, I like mean, the smaller. They're both the two biggest things. They're, two, they're it, the two best things. It, it 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 doesn't have as much to do with the talent as it does as the production and the crowd. Like when you're watching a takeover, and I know there's only five a year, but that crowd is going apeshit. I mean, you and I just watched War Raiders versus the Undisputed Era, and. I hadn't watched that match yet, and you were like, "Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait to watch this match again." That crowd was going apeshit. It's a different culture, though. Like the Japanese culture, they they don't do it. I understand. I understand. But wow, as, God damn! This I is mean, such a hard as, decision, as, right? as an American, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, you're asking me to like pick between like one of my children, be like, which one's gonna live? Uh, it would definitely be Stella. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> I've met them both. It would definitely be Stella. I'm, I'm just gonna say I've G, met all three guys. I would say G one. I just said I met them both. Wrestle Kingdom, just because of just the sheer number of matches, because you could, if you're talking me, about G1. Yeah, especially G1. If you're talking about just, you know, this matchup versus this matchup, and then you can just, just in block matches alone, you have so many combinations of matches, and especially if you can get people that haven't been in the G1 before, like Hangman Page or whatever. Him and Suzuki was a match I never thought I would see, and then all of a sudden, poof, here it is. So, I mean, it just in that sense alone, I'm going to stick with the uh, New Japan side. Anything anybody else want to say about 
NXT TakeOver? Just final right, thoughts or real, any, whatever? Quick, we got two more matches just to... So Shayna Baszler, in case you didn't watch, Shayna Baszler goes over Bianca Belair. It's a cool match. This is kind of in a death spot. It was a cool match. I liked it. Uh, they're going to have a tough time following that match. Belair will be a main eventer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, should be champion at some point. Yep. Absolutely. And then uh, Tommaso Ciampa defeats Aleister Black. Awesome. Uh, another really good match. Fucking awesome. Black sold his leg like so well. Um, kind of sucks he didn't really rumble. sell it to, in the Rumble. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I have right. a feeling that, because uh, Becky sold her leg the yeah. next day, but uh, I have a feeling that uh, Black is, especially with this defeat, he's, he's coming he's up. He's main main roster. Roster. Yeah, he's main of roster bound. It's just a matter of time. They're going to put him with Bray Wyatt. Oh, That'll bring Christ. us to our three counts. <laughs> And this might have been the biggest uh, news of the week, honestly, is that Dean Ambrose has asked for his release or has said that he's not going to renew his contract after WrestleMania this year, and WWE has also acknowledged it. So, <laughs> that, which that, I was the blown away by. Yeah. yeah, you know, if this ain't the WWE of... Unless it's a work. So, no, stop it. Uh, Jesus hold on, Christ. hold on. No, oh, <laughs> seriously, you're, we're going to entertain this? That's a work? Yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think that needs to be entertained. I, I don't think that it is, but I think there's a percentage chance that it is. Um, Jet it, fuel don't melt still beams? It, defi- <laughs> it definitely uh, puts the Triple H <laughs> Dean promo into a different light on Raw. That where Dean came out and man, shout out to my boy Vice who texted me and goes, "Did Dean just call Triple H Chuckles?" Because <laughs> <laughs> when Dean said that to Triple H, it was like, "Holy shit, this guy really doesn't give a fuck." And Damn. then uh, when shit. they were walking through, the ro- or when Triple H was walking through the ropes, Dean goes, "Are you okay with that? Or do you have to ask your father-in-law?" Which was also very good. Uh, and then after the segment, after Dean sold the shit out of a Seth Rollins curb stomp, I don't know what we're calling it now. Is that we're yeah. calling it a curb stomp? I'm calling it. They call the I'm stomp. Call right? him Andre Almas. I'm gonna call him Andre Almas. <laughs> you mean Andrade, Andrade Cien Cien Almas? Almas? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. <laughs> Jesus I'm calling him Andre Almas. <laughs> <laughs> He's a giant. <laughs> so he took that bump. Like a motherfucker. And it then, was like The Rock taking a Stone Cold Stunner. It was exactly the same. And then he wa- he he stayed in the ring after the commercial break, and he goes, you know, I want to be serious with you guys. When I came into the WWE, and then Nia Jax's music broke him off, <sighs> and then she he bumped for Nia Jax a little bit. I mean, he just took a little bop, and then he hopped out of the ring. So do you think it's a work? I don't think so. Could I, it be a work? I don't want it to be, honestly. I Like, I, I want to go for it not being a work. I'm saying it could. It but seems I, really strange that WWE came out immediately and said and confirmed that it was uh, true. They don't that, really do that with any of them that have done. Like, even with uh, um, Pac now. Like they, I just want to be on record. I don't think it. I don't think it's a work. Right. I mean, I think it's probably real. I can imagine that Dean Ambrose would be uh, dissatisfied with the way his character has gone. Even though he said he said he hated the hokey uh, stuff from the get go. From that's all they've done with him. Well, he's always been hokey though. He was hokey as John Moxley. No, he's no, no, not really. No, no, he's no, more not like this. He's he's like kind of silly. I guess it depends on what your right, definition of hokey is. But making him dress up in a Santa Claus outfit. I have an year. inside source. Uh oh, his name's Two Beer Zach Pullman, who told me <laughs> that he was going to get one million dollars for five years, 
And if he was going to get million one million dollars for five or a million dollars a year for five years, and if he turned that down, then what is he going towards? He wants a, he Not wants control of his character. I mean, yeah. yeah, he doesn't want to be Dean Ambrose. He wants what whatever this version that he wants. That's what he's going for. And I'm saying he's going to AEW. I'm not saying that. Right. So let's just don't don't sit up here and say I said this. No. He Yeah, ringside wants- news. I don't want you fucking listening to our <laughs> yeah. fucking podcast. Okay, back the fuck up. Using Breaking your headlines. News here, ringside. <laughs> yeah. You fucking Ambrose asshole. Ringside.com. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that this just, it's not about the money for Dean Ambrose. And God bless him for it. For other people, it is the money. God bless them so for it. So is Renee staying with them? That's why I think they're they're extending an olive branch of some sort. They really like Renee Young, and yeah, they they're gonna are lose married. somebody special with. Okay, with, if they lose so Renee. if Dean wants to leave, okay, he can go. But let's not just you know future endeavor like we do everybody else. We want to make sure that this bridge is still open, especially when they're doing you know with guys that are still under contract two years out. What's they want to renegotiate. What's these your percentage deals. chance that Dean Ambrose? Fights a match in WWE for the next in it within the next year after his contract. After his contract, contract. is done, Ugh. I should say April April twenty twenty. And from now to April twenty twenty. No, from April nineteen to April twenty. I don't think he's. I think a year's too short. He's got to sit out for a little bit too. I mean, he's got to. I know WWE is going to have a a non no compete clause. It's got to be three to six months. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think no they're way. ninety days. You hundred percent. You think so? Hundred percent. No way. Not in the no. He's going to do some indie work. He's not coming back Listen, in the calendar year. I've had some Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm putting it hundred percent. Yeah, this is dude. why I lose at the prediction. <laughs> Hot take, guys. Hot take. Okay. I don't know. I think they fucked Dean up, and I told Zach this yeah. earlier. I think they fucked Dean up from the minute that the shield broke up the first time, and that Dean wasn't the heel. They might have made Seth, and Seth would have been made the entire Regardless. way. Seth would have been made the entire way, but once they didn't make Dean the heel turn, that was when they fucked him up, and it's been fucked up ever since. They made him a face. He was a face champion on SmackDown for years and years and years and Sucked. years and years. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Not say Dean Ambrose it was. was a, I mean, it was like eight months. It was like eight months. No, Dean Ambrose is to me was a easy heel. He came off as a heel. He cut a good promo. In-ring was good enough to where it's all passable. He was the basically the face of the shield. And once, like you said, once you change that and try to make him be... You know this lunatic fridge bullshit. Yeah, uh, that that didn't work, and it was all downhill from there. That'll do us for our three count. Do the F and B. Do the F and B. The F and B eatery on thirty four fifty three South Hampton, part of our South Hampton Mafia of hey. restaurants. Uh, I will be there tomorrow afternoon. I have not been there hey. in a couple weeks. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll go. What? <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. Uh, Come see us, thirty four fifty three. No, you can go longer than that. I was like, "Damn, why are you messing with me?" Jesus Christ! You won't listen to me because you're, when you're doing this, that means it's time. F and B eatery is so fucking delicious. Thank you. Goddamn burgers! Bring the kids. You know, minus just us cussing or whatever the case may be. There's adult <laughs> drinks. There's kid drinks. Kid menu. The whole shebang. Check them out. Thirty four fifty three Southampton F and B eatery. Tell them JCB said. This is banned from ringside. Looks like we got Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, Looks yeah, exactly. like that's set up. Yep, that's going. Uh, is that going to go all the way to WrestleMania? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what else Why are you going to do? Yeah, do, I, do, do you think that 
Charlotte is going to be involved in the Becky versus Ronda match. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it the promo job between Becky and Ronda the other night on Raw was fire. So was the the Twitter aftermath. Fire. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We don't need. And I, this is from a Charlotte Mark. We don't need Charlotte for this match. I would much a, rather have. I'm a Charlotte Mark also. I'd much rather I, have an Oscar rematch. I told Two Beer earlier tonight that that promo between Becky and Ronda on Raw was as tense as anything I've ever seen because I actually, following Ronda being shamed by that that crowd, and she was oh, and shamed by match. that crowd. Like that, no, I didn't and then think the match was terrible. I, th- uh, I, thought, Bailey, was, I thought Bailey came out and it did her a Bailey service. No, you that, see the, the that more Four Horsewomen stuff going on? Everybody just needs to stop that. I'm just talking about no, that was between Becky and... and uh, that's not going to happen anytime soon. I hope not. Okay, yeah. Jessamyn Duke and uh, Maria Shavir, God bless them. They are green as goose shit. Yeah. If, if Ronda's right. going to go off and get pregnant, that's another year. Just everybody just needs to pump the brakes on that. Matter of fact, just park the car. It's not coming out anytime soon. <laughs> park but that, the car. <laughs> that Becky Ronda segment was fire, though. It, why it was fire? Because at the end, Ronda, I don't know if that was the scripted part or if that was Ronda just finally saying what the fuck was in her heart. But if I was like, you know, the kid that was enough, to, finally, I'm st- I'm, the, I'm not getting picked on anymore. I'm going to say what the fuck I'm going to well, say. And then she said it and threw the mic down. That was the best part. And yeah. that's what made they let the her whole say what segment. she wanted to well, say. You know, yeah. there might be some people that listen to this show that might not have watched Raw, but Rhonda shit the bed on that promo segment. I, it, I will not disagree. It, it was with that. bad. And it, was, it was the worst promo it, she's it, had. It was so bad. It was so bad that I kind of felt bad for her. Oh, yeah, because she's out there alone. Yeah. And and when Becky came out and started talking shit to her, Rhonda had a look on her face where it's like, man, I still feel bad for Rhonda. Yeah. Like because Roman it was Reigns. like the cool. It, it was like the cool. No, it wasn't Roman Reigns. It was Roman Reigns, John Cena. Yep. When John Cena came yep. out and broke him off, it was like, you know, hey, kid, no, this is a promo. That. You know, you're going to have to do these things if you're going to be the face of this company. It was, it was si- very similar. It was similar to that. And I felt bad for Rhonda because Becky looked so confident. <laughs> Because the crowd was so behind her, and Ronda behind her. and Ronda Ronda looked like her tail was between her legs, and because she knew she fucked it up, but she came back at the end. Yeah, she, yeah, she did and pick she, it up. And she picked it up at the end. And she came back at the she end. She went and off the, script, and and it was fine. And there was there's something so, to be said about that. So uh, as much as people want to slam Ronda Rousey, give her the credit on that. She picked it back up at the end and, and saved a pretty much a downward spiraling segment. Uh, we had the we had another uh, the biggest news of the. The week is the Mojo Raleigh uh, promo. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the other thing Who? is that we had the uh, Elimination Chamber announcement for the next pay-per-view, which is Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton versus Mustafa Ali versus Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy in the Elimination Chamber match. That match looks like fire on paper. Yeah, on paper it absolutely is. Like Samoa it's, it Joe, so hot it could ignite that awesome Joe new head belt. Fucking win. Did Samoa Shit. Joe? Did Samoa Joe guys? Dude, that his promo, promo on SmackDown was ridiculous. Was it? Was it not one of the better promos you've seen Dude, in a long everybody time? Everybody in the ring corpsed. It was so yeah. good. Like <laughs> when he crushed Jeff corpsed. Hardy, that was that was it. Everybody for me. in the ring got, it, and they knew. Like I knew he was going to go after Jeff Hardy like that, but everybody was well, like, no, oh, I didn't think he would God. go like that. Right I mean, off when the he bat. when he made the AA reference, that's why I was just like, oh man. Oh, so we go in here. Okay. <laughs> so okay. savage. 
our truth is the new U.S. champion. Man. Sort of. Pretty strange. If he, if he does not call himself the Intercontinental Champion, they're missing out. <laughs> that whole segment got and me confused, and I was done with it. Hashtag free Shinsuke. And it looks like Elias, Jared, <laughs> Elias and Jared are not done. Jesus uh, Christ. Man, that bores you? Yes. yes. I was over it at That Rumble. bores you on a three-hour Raw. Yes. Very are, much. You guys so. are unbelievable. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it because you 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 took away Elias's <laughs> push <laughs> right when he was you had poised to give him this push. You, you made him to lose. Jared, Jared you made him lose to Baron Corbin, nay once but twice, you and guys, now he's feuding with Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, but Jared what, can put him over. What what is entertaining about that? This is banned from ringside. <laughs> I can't wait to be at home with my baby tonight. <laughs> yeah, where's all right, everybody? Uh, there's a few birthdays to celebrate this week. Ronda Rousey is 32. Uh, Haku, You're, uh, bless you. <laughs> Ming Sancho Sancho Ming is 60 Haku Marty Jannetty is 59 Kerry Von Eric uh, Yeah okay yeah Last week uh, you were talking about everybody's Texas R. Tornado <laughs> 59 Chris Saban is 37 Punishment Martinez in NXT right now is 37 Madison Rain is 33 And Connor from the Ascension might it's well 39. Hey, everybody, we know there's tons of podcasts to listen to. <laughs> I should have said that. So we appreciate you guys listening to ours. For Seth Mall. Check! <laughs> <laughs> for Shock City Studios. Check! For Sam Mall. For Check. JD Twigs. Check. For Soul Taco. Check. For F&B Eatery. Check. For Murray the Murray Man Murray. Check. For Two Beer Zach Bowman. For Jason Cornelius Bill. I My am Bill Biggie. Bill. Job Gronkowski. And go Rams! Jason Cornelius Bill. (laughs) 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 As good as uh, Andre (laughs) 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 Almas. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.